Hey, Reese, Bips, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys going to do tonight, man. Mavs outside this podcast. Y'all know what time it is. Hello, hello. Welcome back yet again to another edition of the Mavs Outsiders podcast. I am one of your hosts, Mike Bibbins, on Twitter at Bibbs Corner. Joined as always by my co host, Reese Williams, at Minder Reese on Twitter and Instagram. Reese, how you doing? I'm uh, doing all right. Uh, it's been a long day, to say the very least. Uh, things just keep seeming to get worse, but I'm staying alive. Ha, ha. Ha, ha, staying alive, staying alive. Seems like the bare minimum um, of expectations to have. But I mean, it's better to have expectations than have none, right? That sounded kind of deep, low key, but it wasn't really deep. I it was, deep, but I made it sound good. <laughs> oh, man. It's been um, a decent weekend, though, man. I, I was productive. I was gonna say you uh you saw multiple multiple things at the theater. I saw so man, I saw three movies in the span of twenty four hours between Friday and Saturday. Said three, so Beast. Uh, I saw Beast Friday night, uh, Dragon Ball Super Superhero uh, Saturday morning. Let me. I know some Dragon Ball fans. You know that sounds like a stupid title, right? Dragon Ball Super Superhero is redundant as fuck. The creator, Akira Toriyama, forgot that Dragon Ball is now called Dragon Ball Super when he made the superhero title. And he couldn't change it. Do with that as you will. But I saw that Saturday morning and then like on a whim, Saturday evening, I saw uh, Orphan First Kill. All right, before we get into these movie reviews and stuff, before we get into that, I got to do this right now up front just so the people are prepared. First of all, if you are listening to this podcast and you have not figured it out by now, it is very important that you read the show notes so you know when we're talking about certain stuff. I want you to make sure that if you are not here for none of the movie talk, that you don't get no movie talk. So look at the show notes. It's going to tell you when we stopped talking about movies. Second thing. We need them star five-star reviews, people. Y'all, y'all kind of fell off with the five-star reviews. If you have not reviewed the show, Spotify or Apple Podcasts, hit us with a five-star review that helps us in the algorithm. Next, Instagram. We set some goals. At the beginning of the year for Instagram and YouTube. Now, we have not come through on our part of the bargain. We have to deliver to y'all the content that would entice. But at the same time, we do ask that you follow us on Instagram at Mavs Outsiders Pod and on YouTube. I think it's just Mavs Outsiders. We will start posting a couple more things here. We'll try to get on a regular schedule, especially as we get closer to the season. But we need those follows. We're trying to hit some goals. Thank you. I love you. Now let's get to these movie reviews. Oh, wait, one more thing. 
<laughs> before we get to the movie reviews. Um, shout out to Victor Lugo at the Goats PR. Uh, we the the network did a contest for a jersey giveaway. Uh, we came in second twice. We finally won this time. So shout out to everybody that at least hit the retweet button on that. Y'all made it happen. Uh, Victor's gonna get, I believe, a custom Dallas Mavericks Tony Romo joint, which was a tr- certainly a choice. <laughs> but, but that's what he asked for. That's what he gets. That's how this works. That's awful, brother. But <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. He had said he wanted to do go a different way first, and then he was like, "Wait, wait, wait, nah, do the Tony Romo." I was like, "Your wish is my command." So I sent it over. Dude said, all right, I'll get it, get it done. And that's that. Okay. You let me know you had not seen the original Orphan. No, I hadn't seen the original. Obviously, I know about the twist. I feel like everybody does. Um, I've seen clips. I know the basic plot of it. You know, I, I knew what I needed to know. Uh, and I, you, were, you basically told me you don't really have to see the first one to, to see this one. I basically just needed to know what I knew, and I did went to see it. And uh, I was shocked. I actually liked it. <laughs> I was I was curious where that was going when you shake your head no. I man, look, I when I saw the trailer for this, I said, "This woman looks fucking thirty. Like back then, I could understand somebody falling for it, thinking she was a kid and not a grown woman." But you expect me to believe that when this woman is actually supposed to be younger than she was in the first one, you're putting the head of a 25-year-old on a kid's body. She actually looks like she's 30. She looks like a grown fucking woman. That don't look like no goddamn 10-year-old. I'm sorry. 10 to 12. I don't know how old she's supposed to be. Whatever. <laughs> don't look like no fucking 10-year-old, okay? And, and I'm like, how y'all gonna make this work? And I'm watching it, and I'm like, this is just throwing me for a fucking like I just this 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 ain't it. And then we get to like the middle of the film. <clears throat> and I'm like, oh. Ah. It just took a turn. <laughs> I'm like, okay, now I'm interested. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was my thing, because like the first movie was a surprisingly good movie. Because I didn't see the twist coming. Right. And then when you see when the twist hit, I was like, oh snap, like this changes everything. But like coming into this movie, we know who she is. We know what she right. is. We know what she does. We know what she's about. So I was like, how y'all gonna convince me or keep me captivated? Plus, like you said, she's not a child anymore. She's a grown woman. And she looked like a grown woman in the face. So the uh as we're going and it's like come on son y'all need to go question this for a minute like what what are we doing like what what's going on and um you know i was the J- julia styles was it was fucking fantastic in this <laughs> yeah like it, so when you think about how she was acting ori- originally then you find out the, the the extra stuff and you were like okay that's why she was acting like she was acting the brother as well and the brother too like i was like why why are they being like this like why are they being so weird like all that good stuff and then when you find out what you find out i was like okay now this this changes the game completely 
And I, I've never seen nothing like this. Before. <laughs> I didn't know who side to damn. I got an orange tongue from that soda I'm drinking. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was like, whose side am I supposed to be on? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna confess to something. I did something I never do. Uh-oh. I watched Double Toasted's review because before I was I like before because i was like i'm not gonna go see this like okay and i because i was like i haven't seen the first one i don't plan on seeing the first one i know about the twist i don't plan on seeing this so obviously it was a non-spoiler and they were talking and they was like they talked about the twist that happened and they was like holy shit and i'm like well what can possibly be like (laughs) i'm saying i'm like all right they doing the most nothing can possibly nothing can be that like big that it turned the movie around for you that much when i seen it i was like oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> now this is and we just did it but i hate when i tell people all the time <clears throat> telling people there's a twist in a movie is a spoiler in a way so i saw it on the timeline and i didn't yeah. think anything of it because i mean for me it isn't it kind of is, but for me, it doesn't affect it. It's just like, okay, as long as you don't tell me what it is. Knowing there was a twist is the only reason I was willing to see the movie. Because same. Like I said, I, I knew everything about her. I was like, y'all yeah. can't get me with the same thing again. Like, it's not going to fit. That's the only reason I went to see it, because they was like, yeah, there's a twist. I'm like, all right, now nah, I got to see it. Yeah, like, I was like, y'all can't hit me with the same thing again. Like, it's not going to land. And when they said, like, I didn't see it. When I saw people, I didn't see that coming. Da, 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 da. I was like, all right, let's go see what they did. And they, yeah, they did some stuff. So. One of my homeboys, God bless him. Uh, I love him to death. Uh, on Facebook, he said, it was made for real. The only thing that was good about the movie was the plot. I said, you mean the thing that makes the fucking movie? <laughs> I said, bro, if you ain't like the movie, that's okay. But don't say nothing like that. Like, that don't even... Try to put that word in there to make it sound like he was like, like yeah, the basis of the movie was good, but it was mid for real. Like the, the book was good, was was kind of mid, but I like the story. <laughs> <laughs> you know <what> I'm saying? <laughs> oh man. Um, but you also you saw I might need to do a review in one day, right? Review for that one. Yeah, I saw Beast on uh Saturday. I saw Beast at eleven, and then I went out to my car came back and saw orphan like right after that they were both very short though they were both like an hour and a half and that's that's the reason i was willing to do it plus last week what did i see last week um uh, whatever i saw last week the earliest showing was like two o'clock so i didn't get out of the movie till four o'clock so with this i was able to see both of these movies and still get out at like three something and i was that's how i justified it let me tell you I think like your bad juju is running off on rubbing off on me like in movies because when mean? I went to see Orphan, right? Oh man, there's a couple right next to me and they talk through the whole fucking movie, bro. <laughs> like, couple sit, they came in late. First of all, they came in 20 minutes into the fucking movie. Like at that point, go see something else. Go see something else. <laughs> like why you still come? So they sit here, they talk, and and they not real loud, but they loud enough to bother me. Gotcha. And I'm just like, I ain't trying to get into a fight with this black couple if I tell them to shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> I'm not trying to get jumped. You just got to shuffle in the chair enough times when they're talking. To- I was just like, <laughs> 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 like, come on. Uh, 
man, especially man. if it's like a quiet scene, like shut the hell up, man. Yes. Yes. Shut the fuck up, please. That's, so that's... so what did you think about Beast? Beast, um it was a generic creature movie, like people putting themselves in a weird position, animals, oh, it's acting out of out of character. Oh, they don't usually do this. Uh, but at the same time, they gave they explain everything up front. So so you knew how it was going in. Like I knew how it was going in. Um, like what was gonna happen to to discard just get rid of the line. I already knew how what how that was gonna go down as soon as they introduced that aspect. Mm-hmm. Um they <clears throat> in that same scene where they describe what's gonna happen, they also I think talked about what happens when uh, a lion loses their pride or whatever. So they've already justified why this lion might be acting out. But then when they find the lion acting out, he's still shocked by the behavior somehow. Um, The next piece of that, the whole... <clears throat> relationship with the daughters thing, it felt like they tried to make it deep. Ain't really, ain't really do nothing for me. The little visions and stuff was goofy to me. I don't. I felt like just an excuse to like, hey, we need to make sure we throw some some black African women in this movie, and so this is how we're gonna do it. And it was, it was. I didn't, I didn't understand it. Like when they got to the final one. That was supposed to be the big. Oh, now it's all come together. I I didn't. I, it it didn't land for me. Um, but as far as the like the the thrill of the it was whatever. It was fine. It was it was a movie. Uh, that it's probably it's not one that I'm gonna recommend. But it's not one I want to tell people not to see. I'll just tell them, hey, a creature movie. You get what you expect. Um, people going get out of the car when they shouldn't get out the car. <laughs> That was getting that was the main thing that was pissing me off. Especially like the one time the daughter got out the car for no reason. And then Idris was like two seconds later, get back in the car. And then she didn't, I don't think. And then she was like, all right, let me wander off deeper into these woods. Like, how'd she get so brave so quick? You mean stupid? That too. So Again, it's probably going to end up in that two and a half, three at best range for me. Maybe a two. I don't remember what my rating scale is. I haven't had to put one that low in a while. But uh, it, it was fine. It 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 got to it got had a beginning, middle, and end. It, it just nothing memorable really about it. This movie was ass. Movie was ass. What were you expecting? I ain't expect much, but I ain't expect like, bro. All right, I'm gonna keep it hundred. I'm gonna be completely transparent. This is a black family. They ain't act like black people in this movie. They weren't cautious like black people. I've never in my life wanted a creature, lion, whatever, to kill two kids so bad. The youngest daughter is a terrible fucking actor. She was sitting there in that car, I guess, trying to just I've, I've, I'm watching her. I'm like, sure, you're trying to build these tears up and it's not working. Right. 
It's not it's, with with the women on Twitter. It's not giving what it's supposed to give. It's not giving what it's supposed to give. The oldest daughter is annoying and a fucking idiot. Hey, you're in a car. You're about to fucking die out here. Oh, you know what? I'm going to guilt trip my dad about my mom's death. <laughs> we did not need a fucking storyline about cancer in this movie. It was completely unnecessary. It was forced and resolved quickly with, with just for, just with a conversation. This conversation could have been happened. Y'all needed a fucking lion about to kill y'all that had his conversation. You had to put things in perspective. <laughs> He's out there when he's trying to find the key, right? How can you be the king of the household, huh? If you can't beat the king of the jungle. No, yo, what the fuck are you? T- yo, <laughs> okay. He's out there trying to find the key. And what does she do? Honking the horn. Hey, dad. Dad. Hey. Hey, Bobs. Bobs, can you hear? Why isn't he answering? Could it be because he has a gigantic animal stalking him and he don't want noise coming out next to his ear? Could that possibly be a reason why he is quiet as hell right now? Maybe I should keep talking. Damn, hey. I was like, yo, if you shut the hell up. The youngest daughter, the, my favorite line in this movie, my favorite line in this movie, when they go to that village and the youngest daughter wanders off and he tells his oldest daughter, you had one job, man. Yes, you had <laughs> one job. To I actually felt bad little- for her. Huh? I felt bad for her at that moment. Why? Because because up until that point, I was already annoyed with her because she was being an idiot. It's a high pressure situation. Like I hate when people pass blame. Like they don't know it's a high pressure situation because they don't know what's going on. The girls don't. You mean? Yeah, uh, they found. Well, they knew something happened, but they didn't know what. They just told him, like, I don't want y'all to see what happened in here type of thing. So they really give them no. I know it smelled bad in there. Yeah. All them dead bodies. The lion. You say they explained everything up front. They explained why the lion was upset. I get that. But explain to me how his anger turns him into super fucking Mufasa. What you mean? He was inside a car when it blew up and this motherfucker survived. How? He stopped Because what? He stopped, dropped, and rolled. He got hit with a train. Five minutes later, he was chilling. His adrenaline was going. I'm not trying. None of this made sense. Ah, he survived an explosion, but know. some lions pull up on him and his raps for him. First of all, Idris Elba should have been dead like a few seconds into no, that. No, he was that playing line. with Idris Elba. Like, he killed everybody else very uh, efficiently. He was pulling meat off this man by but Idris Elba, he was just tap, tap, tap. He was uh, doing the Floyd Mayweather hits. And also, after it was over, the daughter came over like, you led him to the pride because you knew they'd protect themselves. I don't need you to fucking explain. I must say, y'all had to explain the thing that y'all, y'all had to explain. Like, we, we're not stupid. Y'all are stupid. <laughs> we're not stupid. We literally understand. Like, we knew this was going to happen when they introduced those lions. Damn. First of all, it took them long enough to help this man. Y'all sat there and watched like, damn, what's going on over there? Damn, they fighting? Damn, he beat his motherfucking ass. Like, hey, you think you think we should think we should fight this motherfucker? He, we might be next. Yeah, you might be. I know they slid in and hit him with the tranks. 
uh after they had already did what they had to do but um but yeah it was uh like i said if 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 you're there for the thrill of i didn't expect some situation i didn't expect some great movie a great story but the lack of common sense from the characters just again it's one of those movies where i had to endure some of the stupidity because the characters were supposed to be stupid like they're supposed to be city kids that don't know anything about this type of lifestyle and put into a weird situation but at the same time they were not cautious enough they were not they were not black like it wasn't consistent it wasn't like on one hand they don't have no like they they pulled up to africa in hoodies like then complained about being hot yeah to be honest that that, 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 nah Everybody knows Africa is hot. Come on now. That was the first sign that these motherfuckers had no common sense. You ain't gotta you ain't gotta not live in the city to know that Africa is hot. I knew Africa was hot when I was six. Ain't no excuse, bro. But then at the same time, the girl gonna hop out the truck when she knows it's a lion out there. I don't even remember what she was supposed to be doing at that time. She wasn't supposed to be doing nothing but staying her black ass in the truck. But what she did was she tried to go out there and save Martin. Oh, yeah. While her dad was doing the other thing. I can't. Like, I just. Then she tried to pull the truck away. And why is Idris Elba talking about don't hit the man in the that man is gone. Like he's gone. His he his soul is gone from his body. I'm not swerving. For a dead wilderness man. to avoid hitting a man who is gone, run him over. He gonna swerve and, and crash the truck. Dude would have been ramped over. It would have been not gonna feel it. And I would have not gonna feel it. And even if he was gonna feel it, after getting mauled by that lion, it's probably not the worst pain he's felt today. A bloop bloop, and the movie is over. Like that's all it would have been. But nah, they had to go crash the whip. So now we stuck out here with Mufasa and um, And I can I can deal with the tropes of oh man we got static no one's answering like I get that this is a creature feature you ain't got cell phone service stuff like that's supposed to happen I get it but the lack of common sense pissed me off and I'm not gonna lie it's pissed me off more because they was black they did way too much explaining yes it made me mad way too much explaining and And it's like this movie the, the stupidity in this movie the stupidity in this movie is what I expected when I go see Fall because, like, the concept of that movie in general is just they they gotta be fucking idiots to, to even want to attempt some shit like that. But I'm gonna go see it. I saw Fall. It was, it was again, when I was stuck in the wilderness type movie. Um, characters not that interested, but I'm scared of heights, so it, it, it worked for me. I'm afraid of heights as well, and I'm afraid watching that movie, I'm going to be nervous throughout the whole thing, like my palms sweating. I feel like I was gripping the seat. At yeah, things. because <laughs> that fight scene in Shang-Chi, when they're on the scaffold, mm. made me so nervous. <laughs> so this is only like, yeah, yeah. The camera work was great as far as like making you feel like you were 2,000 feet above the ground. So... Um, oh, and as far as Beast, I gave it a four out of ten. Yeah, like I said, I'm in that two to three is the best that I could do, but I gotta sit down with it. And I gave Orphan a seven. Okay. 
And I also dropped Doctor Strange down to a six. D- dropped it? Wow. Yeah. I listened to a review recently of Doctor Strange, and it actually made me want to take my my rating up potentially. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna sit there. I'm gonna sit with it a little bit longer. I need to add some movies. I have. I need to catch up. Yeah, I dropped it down to a six because there's so many movies I have at seven that I know I like more. But there's movies I have at six. That's not a bad six. Like nope, I have no better six. It's just cool. But I don't like Doctor Strange a whole grade better than nope. It's okay. like on the same level. So I adjusted accordingly. And it sucks because there were things in Doctor Strange that I loved, but like as a movie altogether, it didn't 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 work for same me. Same with Nope for me. Okay. Gotcha. All right. So once again, this is a basketball podcast. <laughs> um <laughs> so unless you had something else you wanted to hit. Oh, I'll I'll tell the people now. I did start Barry. I am halfway through season two. Uh, that was the one that la- the the show that won the last like uh, show poll that I did. Uh, so I'm halfway through season two right now. It's only eight episodes a season. I'm pleasantly surprised at the my ability to enjoy this show. Like every time, <clears throat> there's so much going on. I'll give you the premise. The dude is ex-military. He's in a, a hitman. And he gets a job in Hollywood and ends up wanting to be an actor. There's comedy, a lot of blood. It's very bloody. Um, And the moment you start laughing and having fun, somebody get their head blown off. And it's like, oh, snap. Oh, yeah, I forgot. This is that kind of show. So... Uh, it's it's crazy because like you'll be laughing at the villain, then the villain will will, will will die in a comedic way, but very bloody at the same time. And like you'll be one guy will be his best friend one minute, next minute they'll be trying to kill him, that kind of stuff. So uh, I'm enjoying the ride right now. It's it's in a very interesting spot. The twist at the halfway point of season two caught me off guard because i thought it was going a completely different way and they've done that a couple times where i thought i knew what was about to happen and they went a completely different way uh what else i got i think that's about all i got right now oh i did start she hulk i'm fine with through the first episode it is what it is i'm I'm gonna withhold judgment till at least episode four based on what i heard most i saw people saying they saw the first four First one is kind of filler, and then by the fourth one, they they feel like it might end up being the best, uh, the best show. But, I'm gonna be honest. People say that with every single one. Yeah, so. that's why I say you know how that goes. So. Yeah, first episode was cool. Um, like I said, I wasn't excited for this. A lot of people like, oh, first episode, y'all saying it wasn't going to be good. What y'all saying? It's only one episode out of nine. Like, <laughs> relax. Um, I liked it. It was fun. But nothing too serious. This is gonna be this is gonna be a comedy. I've accepted that. I'm okay with that. Um I like the interaction between Bruce and um damn. Why am I forgetting her name? Is it Jen? Yeah, Jennifer Walters. Um, played by Tatiana Maslani, who's a pretty woman, but She Hawk is Death by Snoop Snoop. You know what? Death by Snoop Snoop. You know what? I'm, I'm, After I'm, America I'm, fucked. 
Not She-Hulk. I'm sorry. If you saw the show, you get the reference. Um, you know what's funny about that clip? And I posted it on Twitter. I like reposted the thing. Apparently, the chick who played uh, the USO chick that walks up to Steve and they had that little moment with the eye contact. That I alludes, saw that clip. That kind of alludes to the fact that that's probably where it went down. Uh, is the same actress that played Star-Lord's mom in Guardians of the Galaxy. And uh, so people are saying not that that was his mom, but that that was maybe uh, Star-Lord's grandma that Captain Captain America hit. Okay. And so then that would also explain why Ego, Ego would choose Star-Lord's mom because she got that super serum in her blood. Carried a one. Yeah, can we move on to basketball now? That's why she was able to handle. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Come on, let's 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 go. Anyway, Star Lord is Steve Rogers' grandson. Um, Let's move forward. Both of them simp's. It makes sense. Think about it. Captain America went. Back in time to be with nah, Star Lord is a simp, Captain America is a pussy. There's a difference, I'm he's a, a I'm bitch, a, too. I'm gonna let it go. I'm gonna let it go. <sighs> Basketball. So, uh, what did the Mavs do this week? It was some stuff I totally meant to do at the beginning of this podcast that I did not do. I'm going to do it right the fuck now. That's what I'm going to do. So at the beginning, I'm going to edit it. Actually, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to edit it after I asked you how you was doing. It's basketball time here on the the Mavs Outsiders podcast. And uh, as far as what the Mavs did this week, it was a pretty quiet week. Uh, There was a camp signing at the beginning of the week. They like to do things on Monday so that we're six days late in talking about it, apparently. Um, Guess Mark doesn't like us either. Yeah, and you know what? That's understandable. <clears throat> I wouldn't like me if I said the things that I said <laughs> about Mark Cuban. So <laughs> Tyler Hall was signed to a training camp deal, uh, was with the Knicks last year. He played one game, two minutes, didn't do anything. Uh, played mostly in the G League with the Knicks G League squad. 6'5", guard, um, not really a great shooter, 36% from three. In the G League last year, shot 37% from three his senior year in college at Nico Harrison's alma mater, Montana State. Tried to watch a little bit of clips of his play. Not really an athletic guy. Kind of a, a, I was about to say that word, kind of a solid dude, like solid base, kind of moves like he's heavy, if you will. I I can't see him sticking. I simply cannot. No, no disrespect. Intended, he, he looked like he's gonna be in training camp and then he's gonna be in the G League. It's okay. Do you think this had a lot to do with the college he went to? I um uh the, the connections abound when it comes to the Dallas Mavericks, so I do think it had a good bit to do with that. I don't know if Nico went back and, and saw some games and there was a relationship there somehow, but uh yeah, but him going to Montana State can't be a coincidence. Yeah. Uh, definitely seems like that's a theme for the Mavericks. It's always someone's connected to someone. 
So yeah, I, 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 that's why I figured out X. It, it can't be a coincidence. Just looking at his play, he looked like a solid player. Uh, he averaged 15 points a game in the G League, uh, 20 points a game in college. So he could score a little bit, but nothing popped for me like watching him. Like I can't pick one skill or attribute to his game that's going to flash for us in the preseason or something like that, and that's what's going to get him signed. Uh, I, whereas the other two guys, there are attributes they have that I can see him getting that two-way. So... Again, got to keep it 100 over here. Um, <clears throat> I know you said you didn't look anything up on him. You you did not waste your time like I did. That's that's all I'll say there. You mean on the training camp invite? On the training camp invite. Yeah, no. Um, Mark Cuban did some interviews. One with uh, Dalton. <clears throat> I wouldn't take- get the chance to read or listen to whichever it was. I never found the Taylor Rooks one, so I don't even. I, I thought it was it was like an hour long. I saw most people saying they went and listening to Mark talk for no hour. I respected that. I don't blame him. Um, do you remember what any of the clips were from that interview? From the Taylor Rooks interview? From either one. I don't. I didn't get any clips from the Dalton interview, but mm-hmm. from the Taylor Rooks interview. Um, Obviously, there was the shot at our boy Kirk. Um, I'm going to be honest. That's really the only one I remember because that's the latest one. There was one before that, but for the life of me, I cannot remember. Like, I'm seeing it, but I can't remember what the fuck they were talking about. Okay. Do you know what I'm talking about? I I don't. There were three I saw, I believe, that uh, annoyed me. I mean, they all annoyed me. I'm going to type Cuban Rooks and see what happens. And Twitter? Videos. What would you have done differently with Steve Nash? I would have kept him. Oh, the Kobe thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. uh, Luca working on a secret move. Yeah, the Kobe thing. Which isn't the first time I've heard that story, so I'm tired of that getting passed around like it's some new shit. Right. Yeah, that was the third one that came up, actually. The, the Mark Cuban tried to trade for Kobe. Yeah, it was going to go down, but oh, uh, somebody tweeted in response to my retweet of that one and said that uh, Mark Cuban in 2040, yeah, we had a deal in place for Donovan Mitchell and Mark Cuban liked the tweet. So shout out to Mark Cuban for always being in his feelings about Dallas Mavericks Twitter. Or maybe he's not in his feelings. Maybe he just understands the joke. Like, ah, oh, I'm gonna be honest. I don't care either way. Like, he in his feelings. He talking about fan websites on, on uh, national interviews. Well, <laughs> I don't know what the context was. I don't know what she said in the interview <clears throat> and bring it up. What could she possibly have said that justifies him? Bring Maybe they talked oh, about how talked about the fans coming at him and stuff like time on Twitter. Yeah, that's probably what it was. And he was probably like, I went on a podcast, gave him a chance, and you know, y'all saw the clip. Yeah, he said, uh, this is one dude talking mad stuff about me on the timeline. So I went on his pie and he didn't talk mad stuff to my face. I gave him a chance. He ain't do it. 
And then after the interview, he went right back to talking mad stuff about me on the timeline. As Cuban felt disappointed. Mark Cuban hit my line. Give you all the smoke you want. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably something you don't want. So, so by all means, hit my line, player. <sighs> Ditto. I mean, we already outsiders. We can't get more outside. <laughs> It is what it is. You wearing a perfect t-shirt. <laughs> you wearing a perfect t-shirt for the situation. What you say? I said you wearing a perfect t-shirt for the situation. For the people who aren't saying this right now, I'm wearing an NWA shirt. So yeah, perfect shirt for the situation. Describes what our interview would be like. Say you got you hit them a couple little, make them get comfortable, but then you gotta ask the real questions. Uh, gotta break the ice, but. Hey, look, I'm going to keep it 100 with you. If we have an interview, Mark, before we even start recording, I'm going to let him know, like, look, we this is going to be cool, you know, but I'm going to ask you some questions you may not want to answer or you may not like. If you don't want to answer the question, that's fine. But me, I have a due diligence to the people to ask these questions. Yeah. If you don't answer, that's fine. But I wouldn't feel right not asking. There you go. All of it is I'm doing we are we doing this interview out of respect. There's no disrespect. But but some things need to be answered. Yeah. I think it's some questions that maybe only we could ask <laughs> at the same time. Uh we'll 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 worry about that if we're not even gonna get the chance. <laughs> he ain't stupid. <laughs> that man ain't that man I mean, don't know us. Can you hear there's rain right now, by the way? No, I cannot. He definitely knows who I am. I say he doesn't know who we are. He knows. He ain't as a podcast. He ain't stupid. That's that's oh. all. He hopped in Optimus Bibbs DMs within a month of the account being created. He's watching the fucking timeline. I forgot about that. Oh man. Within a month. He hopped in my shit. Exactly. Uh, what yeah. you mean? He, inviting me to the ball. He's watching. Uh, he well, he can't be watching if he invited me to the ball. He, he, he ain't listening. He ain't listening. He ain't listening. Yeah. But he's aware. Yeah. Shout um, out Kirk, man. Shout out Kirk. Um, shout out Dalton too. Yeah. I ain't gonna say what Dalton said, but there is one piece of that interview I'm gonna mention. You said you, Dalton wait. brought up. Can you hear me over this rain? This rain loud as hell. No, I really can't hear the rain, but I'm okay. saying you said you're not going to say what Dalton said, like in the interview or something. No, off off the side. Oh, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> in the interview, I believe Dalton asked. I'm going to put this silencer around the thing just in case. Or this, this, this sound Where do you get that from? My girl got it for me. Your what? My, my, uh. <laughs> Your what? <laughs> Your cut. <laughs> Redacted. Let me see it. Let me see what it looks like. All right. Oh man. Yeah, those are the things I see on YouTube. People have on YouTube, like their YouTube channels. What does it do? Soundproofing. Like it it keeps your voice from bouncing off walls and stuff. If you put it behind the mic and like keep sound from that's happening on behind it from coming through. Also. So would it also keep from my sound getting out? 
Potentially. I mean, it's supposed to absorb the sound, basically. And it's called a sound filter. I, I can ask uh, Redacted okay. how to look for it. <laughs> but okay. I think it's it's like a soundproofing type thing. Like, it has, like, a little hook at the bottom. So, like, I have my awesome. little mic stand. It'll, it'll hook onto the mic stand and all that. Gotcha. Um, but anyway. Yeah, Dalton. So, on, during the Dalton interview... He asked about getting another ball handler. I think I don't know if he specifically asked about Dragic or not. It might have been he might have asked about Dragic. And uh, Mark Cuban said, "People forget we got Frank Nealakina." Who said that? Mark Cuban said, "People forget we got Frank Nealakina." As a resident Frank stand, that that statement pissed me off. Like Frank is my my lock screen on my phone. Brother Wayne need to know that. (laughs) That's Brother Wayne. And I'm not trying, I'm not trying to hear that I'm putting all my faith as the third ball handler in Frank Nilakina. That's absurd. I can't believe that came out of his mouth. I can. Really? 100% I can. Okay. Sorry oh. for the silence, y'all. I just, we don't know what to say. Like, what? <laughs> um, Frank Nelicano. All right. Again, I love Frank, but uh, that was a little bit depressing. You don't have to protect. Don't lie to me. Piss don't, on me and tell me it's raining. Don't tell me we got Captain Crunch and I look in there and it's private soggy. Like, that's not how it works. What the fuck are you talking about? How are you going to tell me we got Freight Dealer Kid like that's supposed to give me some comfort? It's not. That's not. That's not what we ask about. We're not asking for a guy who might potentially be able to dribble the basketball. We're asking for a person that we know can dribble a basketball to be added to the roster. Could have been Goran Dragic. And it was funny. The, uh, the Pretty Mavs, sure Kimball Walker still out there somewhere. Yeah. The Mavs official account tweeted uh, a stat line. I don't even know what to call it. Saying that it was uh, Luca's stats in the last game. The Slovenia played. It was not. It was not even close. I don't know where they got them numbers from. But Mark. ironically, ironically, the numbers they posted were closer to what Goran Dragic did in the last Slovenia game, which was hilarious to me. I think Luca had ten points. Dragic had nineteen points in sixteen minutes. Mark, hire me to be the social media manager for that goddamn page, like. You you need someone who is tapped in. Like, this is what I want y'all to do. I want y'all to tweet at Mark Cuban and let him know I want to be the social media manager. I want to be a part of the social media team because these don't tell them these people don't know what they're doing because they're going to take it the wrong way, even though they don't. But, like, get get me in there, man. Like, he don't know. Them. And I ain't go to college. I, I dropped out at three semesters at community college. You feel me? But, if they did, 
clearly college don't make a difference. They they definitely don't know shit about basketball at all. I have not gotten over the bonus basketball after we just blew like a 15 point lead in two minutes or something stupid. Like, just don't tweet. I, I, I just don't think it's a high bar to ask that your NBA social media people at least know basketball. And also, like, if I'm in charge of the page and I'm tweeting and I tweet something that's Twitter lingo or hip in the black community, it's going to sound right coming from me. But we know who they are. We've seen them. It ain't authentic. God bless Mark Cuban and his hiring practices. Um, <clears throat> There's some affirmative action up there. I mean, they're very diverse in that department. I'm talking about social media. No, no, that that department is pretty diverse. Is it? They got what women? They got they got Asian Americans. I think that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> I'm sitting here like they you got said, more. They said as long as it's not white men, we did our job. Oh man! All right. Whatever, man. Anywho, um, <clears throat> this, this why is this happening? Can we we need to get to the meat of this? Let's get to the schedule release. That's the only thing that really happened. Pause. Sorry, I just listened to an interview with Cameron on Drink Champs, and all this dude said was pause and no homo, bro. Like, but yeah, let's 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 get to the schedule. Nah, my friend sent me an Instagram. <clears throat> Uh, video. It was a dude eating a glizzy, and his whole calling it that man. I did that just to be funny. Uh, he was eating a hot dog, and his homie said, <laughs> "Pause." As soon as he like bit into it, and the dude that was eating the hot dog, he said, "Why is it pause?" He said, "Did you just picture me putting a dick in my mouth?" He's like, "It's the third time you said pause to me while I was eating something." It sounds like the pause need to be on you, brother, because I'm just eating food. You the one over here picturing me putting meat in my mouth. And it made me think, like, maybe I need to stop doing the pause thing because it means that my mind went to a place it shouldn't have went. I do the pause shit to be funny. At the same time. And I do it to fuck with you. Just something to think about. Food for thought. Take a quick break. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I he dogged the Uma and shit, man. <laughs> oh, this is a wild podcast, man. But <laughs> take a quick break and uh, we'll come back with a schedule release. Yes, sir. Which is probably the only thing y'all should listen to if you care about <laughs> basketball. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the hell this podcast has been. <laughs> college football is back it's time to enjoy the tradition the fun and the great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook to celebrate the best time of year right now 
New customers can bet just $5 on any team and get $200 in free bets instantly. Win or lose. If that's not enough action, you can also place a same game parlay for a shot at an even bigger payout. Just combine multiple bets into one, like which team will get the win, which team will score first, and more. Looking at week one, Cincinnati versus Arkansas is a big matchup, two ranked teams, and that's one game you might choose to make your parlays on. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet just $5 on college football and get $200 in free bets instantly. That's code TBPN. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for terms and resources. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, Call or text the Tennessee Red Line at 1-800-889-9789. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. One per new customer, minimum $5 deposit and wager. $200 issued as eight $25 free bets. All right, folks, we are back here on the Mavs Outsiders podcast. And did we lose Reese? No, he's back. All right. And we're going to get into that schedule release here in just a second. It's your boy, Weatherman Bibbs here. And uh, did you miss me? <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, let's let's go ahead and get this thing going. Can you can you can you can you see my screen? No, I cannot. Good, because I'm fucking up. <clears throat> Let me come back over here. All right. Uh, let's see here. Let's do this. All right, and share. Can you can you see my screen? I I can see your screen. <clears throat> All right. So, Reese, <laughs> you know the schedule came out, and you know the people want to hear us talk about this here schedule release. I think we're going to go through December. Uh, that's 37 games, October, November, and December. Uh, let's get started. So first up, we've got October. That's right, folks. The season is right around the corner. October 19th, we kick things off against the Phoenix Suns, <laughs> or as I like to call them, the Phoenix Buns, because uh, we waxed that ass in the playoffs on our way to the Western Conference Finals. Uh, they'll be seeking revenge on opening night. And we'll be seeking to remind them that we are their father. <laughs> then our first home game of the season, game two, October 22nd, is against the Memphis Grizzlies. <laughs> they, they shot their way up the standings to number two last year before folding in the playoffs. And, uh, you know, it's, it's quite funny. There's no honey for these bears. <laughs> but there will be an ass whooping at the hands of the Dallas Mavericks. No Jaron Jackson Jr. I am not... Worried about that game. Game three of the season. We'll be going to New Orleans to face the new look Pelicans. CJ McCollum, Brandon Ingram. Zion Williamson is back. 
They're a team that's going to try to make a statement, and I think it should be us making the statement that the division is ours now. We are the captain. And after those first three games against potential playoff teams, we should have a good idea what we're looking at. Finally, we'll finish off the month against Brooklyn, Oklahoma City, and Orlando. Two young teams with a lot of young talent. They'll be dangerous. I don't know what to expect from Brooklyn. They're supposed to be trading some guys that haven't been traded yet. Will Kevin Durant sit out? Find out next on the shit. Find out on the next episode of Basketball Z. Anyway, Reese, any thoughts about the October schedule? Um. Okay, so the first three games, uh, actually, that, that's pretty tough. Uh, to be quite honest, Phoenix still Phoenix is still a tough opponent. Actually, Memphis not so much considering they're going to be missing Jaron Jackson Jr. I think that's a big blow uh, to their team in their defense and their rim protection. New Orleans is going to be a sneaky team this year uh, with a dark horse MVP in my opinion. Um, Brooklyn, it all depends on the Kevin Durant sweepstakes. Me personally, I don't believe. Excuse me. I don't believe he's going to be traded before the season starts, so I'm under the impression he'll be there. Uh, it'll be KD. They still have a really good team with KD. It'll be KD, Royce O'Neal, Ben Simmons, Kyrie, Joe Harris, Seth Curry. Uh, they, they, they still got a nice squad over there. Uh, Oklahoma City, that's a dub. If we lose to them, I'll throw my cat. Uh, Orlando, if we lose to them, I'll throw my other cat. Like it's those should be dubs. So in the month of October, uh, six games, I say four and two. <clears throat> Interesting. A lot of cat throwing around. I thought I was uh, at the strip club. Anyway, let's uh, move to the next month. I'm going to say four and two is probably a safe bet on that first month. Let's move to November. <laughs> It is a jam-packed month in November. We're starting off the month against Utah. They may or may not have Donovan Mitchell. They definitely don't have Rudy Gobert. No fear over there. Then we play against the Toronto Raptors. You know what? I'm not going to go through this whole damn list. What do I look like? (laughs) The first game that sticks out for me is at Washington. That's on November 10th. Why did you sing November 10th? You know, uh, so there's this rapper named Charles Hamilton I used to be a fan of. Oh, my God. And his birthday was November 10th. And every year on his birthday, he would put out a song. Anyway, Washington will be playing against the Wizards. Are you going to be at that game, Reese? Washington will be playing against the Wizards? That's that's not what I said. That's okay. Um, Yes, I will be at that game. I will be in attendance. Reese will be in attendance as he watches Bradley Bill, Christoph Porzingis, Tingus Pingus with the beard now, bearded Zingus. Watch Will out Barton now. Will also be in the building, Baltimore stand up. I'm sorry, I missed that. Who, who? Will Barton will be in the building. He's a Washington Wizard now, so Baltimore stand as, up. As well as Monte Morris and Kyle Kuzma. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. Rui Hachimura? Okay. Uh, I personally think it'll be a good game. Uh, how are you feeling about that one? Uh, I agree. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, the Wizards have a chance to, you know, uh, make some noise this year. Not a contender or anything, but sneak into the playoffs, I believe, as long as they stay healthy. 
Um, I believe Christoph Porzingis is going to have a really good year. Uh, he, he showed some good signs in that second half of the season last year in Washington. So uh, I'm excited about that game. Plus, we got to get that. We got to get that get back after that ass whooping we took to them last season. No comment on that. Uh, but moving forward in the schedule, we do play the L.A. Clippers on November 15th. That team should get Kawhi back, should get Paul George back. They've reloaded. They've retooled. They're dangerous looking. How are you looking forward to that one? Uh, yeah, definitely looking forward to it. Uh, the Clippers are my favorite to come out of the West this year, objectively speaking. Um, but I still think we can match up well against them. Uh, we don't even know if Kawhi is going to play that game with load management and all, depending on what the Clippers schedule looks like. Um, but that's also a nice, a really nice five game homestand uh, for us. So uh, that game can really go either way with the Clippers. They're probably the deepest team in the league right now. But I, I'm not going to say I like if I say I like our chances, it sounds like I said we're going to win. But I like our chances. Basically, you're saying there's a chance. Uh, it's like when you're. Uh, when your when your weatherman comes out and says there's a 20% chance of rain, that just means it could rain. It could not rain. You never know. Uh, moving forward in the schedule, we've got back-to-back hosting of the Denver Nuggets, November 18th and the 20th. <laughs> that, that should be interesting. Uh, Nikola Jokic, the MVP, coming into town, his team hopefully a little bit more healthy than they have been in the past. Saw, saw Jamal Murray doing some open runs. How are you feeling about that? Uh, it's going to be exciting to see Denver back this year healthy with Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray, see what kind of noise they can make. Um, they got Contavious Caldwell-Pope as well, who's one of the best 3 and D wings in the league. Uh, it's going to nice have it's going to be nice having Nikola Jokic come in town, uh, future Dallas Maverick, uh, for back-to-back games. So, uh, you know, he gets to scout the team out a little bit, you know, see what we're working with. Um, I say we split that. Yeah, I would love to come out with a split against the Nuggets. They're another team that was down last year, but is getting healthy. Should be up. If it's up, then it's stuck. Oh, my God. Moving on. uh, You mentioned the homestand. We're going on the road after that. and We've got a a trio of good ones uh, at Boston. We're going to play our second game against Toronto. Get that out of. Excuse me? On the road again. Oh, 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 you can make jokes, but I can't. Well, what we're doing here. Uh, you can sing Charles Hamilton, which nobody knows for the most part. Uh, if I sing a song from Matilda, I'm pretty sure people know it. But yeah, proceed. Anyway, before I was so rudely interrupted, I was going to say we're going to play the Milwaukee Bucks on the road as well. So November 23rd at Boston, 26th at Toronto, back to back at Milwaukee. How are you feeling about that stretch? Uh, that's tough. Uh, this, this, this November, this November schedule is tough in general, looking at the teams, you know, uh, Toronto, Brooklyn, Washington, uh, the Clippers, Denver twice, Boston, Toronto, again, Milwaukee, Golden State. That's, ugh. it's, I'll put it like this. Hopefully we're healthy in the beginning of the season because we're really going to need it. Like in this section, um, I don't know if there's any moves we're going to make. I'm not expecting it, but uh, we're really going to need to be healthy because you don't want to fall behind this early in the season. And then you're playing catch up for the rest of the season. We're familiar with that. Yes. <laughs> Dallas Mavs land a third straight year of that would not be fun at all. 
and I did not even mention the last game of November where we go back home and guess who's waiting for us? Stephen Curry. It's tough. You know what's funny about this November schedule? <clears throat> While it is tough, there are a lot of juggernauts in the way. <laughs> December is the gauntlet. If you look at that December schedule, starts off kind of light at Detroit, but then we on December 3rd, we go to New York, the Big Apple. They swept us last year, and then they stole Jalen Brunson. It's like imagine getting your, getting your hands uh, uh, tested against a, a someone and they beat you down and then they steal your chick. That, that's pretty much what happened here. And now uh, we're going to be going to their house to see if Jalen Brunson can hold down the, the home court there. First game against Jalen Brunson. How you feeling about that? Um, I wish the first game against Brunson was in Dallas, but you know what? Going to Madison Square Garden and playing him is going to be fun. Uh, I'm actually really excited for that game. I love Jalen Brunson. You know, it's all love, but I definitely want us to beat their ass. Um, this, 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 <laughs> this month doesn't get much easier, to be quite honest. It doesn't. And moving after, right after the New York, we're going to play against Phoenix at home on the 5th. And then we go on the road to Denver on the 6th. Who the hell decided to do that? Phoenix, Denver, back-to-back, and we're traveling in between games. Makes no sense. Completely absurd. Completely up fucking absurd. We do get some relief. We get three days off, and then we go back home and face the Milwaukee Bucks before traveling on the road to play Chicago the next day. Some rest, right? Well, at least, I mean, Milwaukee and Chicago are both in the Midwest, correct? But the Milwaukee game is at home. Oh, yeah, that's right. Man, that's... That's bullshit. Uh, maybe they thought that Milwaukee game was on the road when they were putting, uh, and then they just forgot to go back. Yeah, they've. If I'm looking at this correctly, they've done this a lot to us this month. Yep. What the hell? Oh my god! Multiple times. Yeah, That's why I called it the gauntlet. <clears throat> That's Jesus. why I called it the gauntlet. It's not just back to back. It's back to back against good teams. It, it, it's uh, in travel. That's that's a lot to ask. It starts to get a little bit light. Psych. After the Oklahoma City game on the 12th, we go and face Cleveland and then Portland. Portland's kind of, eh, I'm not sure how to feel about them yet. But after we play against Portland at home, we travel the next day to play Cleveland again. So Cleveland on the 14th at home, Portland on the 16th at home, at Cleveland on the 17th. Fair time. I, I don't understand. I thought I thought the NBA was trying to avoid stuff like this. I'm not saying they just doing it to us, but you know. On the 19th and 21st, we play Minnesota on the road at Minnesota. Rudy Sam Gobert, Rudy Gobert again. Gobert and Cat. That's going to be a very interesting team. Nah, for sure. The Twin Towers. Mister Inside, Mister Outside. Arguably the best bigs in the league at their respective skill. No, wait, never mind. I was about to say you could argue that Cat's the best offensive big in the league, but that's clearly Nikola Jokic. Um, Scoring big? Top five. Top five for sure. Okay. 
top five for sure. Rudy's clearly the best defensive center in the league. It's not a question. That should be an interesting matchup, just because I'm not sure how we match up against them. Yeah. We're going to have to try to... Into December, December we'll know what this team really looks like, so... You're talking about Minnesota or Dallas? Both. Okay. Yeah, Minnesota, I'm trying to wait till Christmas to start judging them because it's going to take them a little while to figure each other out. But other than that, uh, that's, that's, that's a tough one to look at. We didn't even talk about D'Lo, Ant, Kyle Anderson. They got a little bit of a squad. Ant-Man. Yeah. So we do get a little bit of a lighter schedule here for the next couple of games. At Houston on the 23rd, uh, we'll be at home against the Lakers on Christmas Day. Nice little light work there. Uh, I'm glad they gave us the home game. It, that That is one nice little concession here after this crap they put us through. Yeah. Again, we'll be at home for a little while on the 27th. We'll play New York for the second time. Get those both out of the way in the same that's, that That's unusual. I agree. That we get, you know, a team from the opposite. We only play them twice a year and we get them in the same month. That's That don't usually happen. I'm trying to look at the schedule here. No. Yeah, the rest of these are Western Conference. Well, Cleveland, we play twice back-to-back almost. Oh, yeah, sure. Anyway, finally, we close out the month with Houston and San Antonio, and that'll get us through 37 games. I didn't want to go further into the schedule. This is where we'll, I think we'll know what we're working with. Yeah, this is like not the complete first half of the season, but – by this time, by the Christmas point, a lot of people consider Christmas to be like the real start of the NBA season. Um, by this time, excuse me, you know what the teams look like. You know what your rotations look like, or at least you should. Um, you know what the team is going to look like moving forward. You kind of start hearing rumblings about trades and who can be moved and whatnot. Some trades even happen by this point. Uh, I'm not expecting the Mavs to make any because that would be uh, ignorant of me. Um but, yeah, by this point, we should know who all of these teams are, uh, barring injury. So uh, hopefully we can stay healthy for the most part, uh, nothing too serious. And, you know, by this point, we can judge the team based off of their play. Uh, but these are some tough games in the beginning, man. And we really cannot afford to fall behind because the Western Conference is is a dog fight this year. Yeah, 100%. Uh, like I said, I wanted to go through December because that kind of puts us, I don't want to say, in the, like you said, in the midway point. It's almost midway. Um, I almost clipped the last, the first four games in January so we could get a true midway. But like you said, I think Christmas is kind of the point where people kind of settle into the season. And if you haven't already made trades, you at least know what your team is potentially looking to trade or trade for uh, before the trade deadline in February. So, uh, as far as when I look at that schedule, I actually get scared a little bit, to be honest. Yeah, same. There's a lot of opportunity for things to go poorly. And if history serves us, when things go poorly, <laughs> the timeline gets gets a little antsy. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to get annoying, but, I mean, can't really blame them. 
I think when I look at the schedule, the main thing that stands out is that there's a lot of good teams and health like it did last year. Health is going to play a big factor in what happens throughout the season. Uh, It looks like Luca's going to come into the season in shape for the first time in, in, in years. Hopefully, but I, I don't want to put too much on that because, you know, there's there's other components there. Like, we have to adjust to not having Jalen Brunson now. We have to adjust to Spencer Dinwiddie possibly being in the starting lineup. I hope he isn't, but, you know, he might be. Uh, we have to adjust to Christian Wood on the team, JaVale McGee on the team. Like, you have to build chemistry. And trying to do that in the midst of a tough schedule against teams, for the most part, who already have chemistry – who don't have to build any chemistry because their building blocks have been there in a Western conference. That's really tough this year. It's yeah, scary, man. And I think Luca might end up being late reporting to camp because I think Euro basket ends on September 18th. Um, And if, you know, he's not going to finish, let's say he's in the championship game. He's not going to play on the 18th and pop up in Dallas on the 19th, ready to right. go. They're probably going to take it easy on easing him in. So, on one hand, I think maybe that's more work for for the other guys that we need to step up, like Frank, like Josh, um, Christian Wood getting acclimated, stuff like that. Hardy, uh, Jaden Hardy actually getting the training camp. Yeah, some which other people didn't get their rookie year. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna get more and more exciting as we get closer to the season. Um, I was a little bit sports depressed today because my Mystics. Mixed loss to the 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 storm, and so they're done. And I'm basketballless again, uh, as far as t- my teams, I should say. Um, it's gonna be a long month while we wait for, or not even month. I guess it'll be like ten days before Euro basket starts. So I'm, I'm gonna try to tap in for that. I'm gonna try to tap in for that. Uh, I think the games are usually accessible, so I'll, I'll have my TV set up ready to go, even if it's like during the day. Any other thoughts before we get up out of here? Um, nah, it's just it's going to be a rough stretch until basketball starts, especially if there's really no news going on, which I don't expect. There's always that drought between like now and training camp. So bear with us. Yeah, I think I'm going to start trying to put together a schedule of events for the pod. Yeah. I'll try to get some guests on here. Just map things out. Soon, yeah. Um, I know one guest and and the timing I would want to bring that guest on just because of who they are. Um, but I think I want to try to reach out to a bunch of people that have not been on the pod yet as well. So, Same. Uh, should be fun. Repeat guests are fun, but I really want to talk to some people who haven't been on. Yeah, and we might we might have to mix up these panels, like bring in people that don't really communicate with each other and stuff like that. If a you know I'm all uh, you know I'm all for chaos. And pods that like have more than one host, like split them away from their people and stuff like that. Make everybody uncomfortable. I love it. <laughs> um, but if you don't have anything else, I think we've been here long enough. I don't even know how long we've been actually recording. It's 8.40 now. I don't remember when we started. Like what? Maybe 7.50? Seven, yeah. Maybe. Nah, 7.20, I want to say. Yeah, it might have been a little bit later. Um, I threw together this 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 PowerPoint. Uh, like right after the time I said I don't know how much time I need so whatever anyway uh, that's it for the Mavs Outsiders podcast again we'll be glad to have basketball back soon 
Uh, might have something a little surprising for y'all on the pod very soon as well. But I'll talk to Reese about that in a second. But until next time, peace. Reese doesn't want to say peace, guys. It's okay. Thank you.